Hey guys, Darren here. He's one of my newest friends. He's a mystic, an explorer, an advisor, mentor, entrepreneur, and so much more. From the foundation of Union with Christ, Arun Balchadani explores and teaches on the multidimensional nature of reality, our interconnectivity to the creator, one another, and the worlds we are co-designers of. Arun believes that the best foundation for life is within our Christocentric union with the person of God. In this podcast, we talk about the mind-body connection and the transformation that is possible when we renew our minds. We talk about the desires of the flesh and how to overcome them. We even get super practical discussing purity issues and how we can teach young men in the body of Christ to redirect their urges and even satisfy their desires in Christ. This is such a fun interview because it's totally supernatural and yet very, very practical. Make sure you connect with Arun on Facebook and Instagram. I'm going to include all the links in the show notes. But before we dive into today's content, I want to just take a second or two to remind you to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Reviews are the word of mouth. It helps iTunes aggregate what's relevant within the podcast universe. So again, please take that second or two to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. I've created a link to get you there swiftly, quickly, and efficiently. It's thedarrenshow.com. That's thedarrenshow.com. You can give it one star, and that means that you think it's kind of lame. Or you can give it five stars, and that means that you think this thing be dope, be tight, be off the flipping chain. So again, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Without any further ado, let's dive into this interview with Arun Baljadani right here, right now, on the Supernaturalist Podcast Show. Let's go. Connecting, equipping, and promoting emerging supernaturalists. <laughs> Being created for such a time as yes. this. All right, and here we go. <laughs> there is more. He said, what? Arun. What's up? What up? Hey. We're going to do it again. All right. Awesome. So we did the radio show a while back. Right. But we, and that was great. Like we, we got into this like great kind of icebreaker kind of conversation into you and your ministry and the, the stuff that you're exploring in, in, in the areas of where you're going with the Lord. Mm. Um, but I definitely wanted to get together with you and go a little deeper. You know, that the audience there um, with the radio station is kind of like this spiritual seeker audience in the, right. in the Pacific Northwest. Mm. The people that listen to this podcast uh, they're that you know a lot of them you know love Jesus and are ready to just to dive into the deeper things of Christ and yeah and um, and that's really what you're going after um, and so man I've been looking forward to this so thanks so much for making yeah, the drive man. to come to record this and yeah absolutely thanks man thanks for just uh, you know just reaching out for the radio show which was awesome and for reaching out for this and uh, it's just good to be here man it's an honor. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Hey man, like I, uh, I've been, I've been really into, um, what I'll, what I'll just say the physical, right. When it comes to just, um, uh, coming to this greater, uh, place of honor for this temple, for our physical body that the Lord has given mm-hmm. to us. And also just coming into greater revelation re- regarding how integrated we are between our spirit, man, our soul and our physical body. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's stuff that you've been, that you've been kind of going after for a while. Like mm-hmm. you, you walk in quite a revelation of, of the, of really how our 
physical body integrates with their spirit and our soul. And, um, so th- that's, that's kind of where I thought would be a fun place to okay. place start. And even on the radio show, you were talking about even your education originally sure. was like you were going to school to become a doctor or something. Right. Was that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I, so yeah, I mean, I don't know where we could dive in there, but just, um, this whole thing of like, where, where, where did that all begin as far as like your understanding of the things of the spirit and how, and how they incorporate practically into our, our own lives right. and our own biochemistry. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Dude. That's, that's great. I love that. This is definitely a topic I'm super passionate about. Awesome. awesome as you awesome. know, and, um, yeah, you know, uh, for instance, I just, just, you know, I just got done fit, uh, doing a 12 hour, right. And this is 12 hour rate really to describe it a little bit more is um you know is a spirit soul and body recalibration unto first love right wow and the word in the word it says you know thessalonians 5 3 says uh you know be made flawless spirit soul and body unto the coming of the lord wow. right yeah. so yeah. yeah so you know i, Dude, I look at those my things. anchor text bro for the, yeah. the last four weeks for this series really i'll be calling 100 percent is the name of the series Wow. So that we would have a, be operating 100% in our body, 100% spirit and 100% yes. soul. And that was my anchor text. Fla- <laughs> flawless, right? That's like, perfect. Yeah, man. So go on. Sorry. No, that, that's yeah. awesome. Um, that's so cool because we started out with that. That's yeah. the first that's the first part of the word right here that's in, in this podcast, right? So this is awesome. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. So be made perfect. Be preserved spirit, soul, and body under the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So this whole realm of uh, triune recalibration kind of came from a little bit of that, you know? And that's what we're really doing is we have this union, right? This divine union with the King of Kings, you know? It says he who's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Yeah, yeah. And that's wonderful. Like that's that's a mystery that we're continually uncovering in our walk. And so just learning that we need to, you know, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? Yeah. We need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And then if we understand that correctly, according to how our spirit, soul, and body is so intimately linked, that means our physiology is being transformed. And then we think and we see, um, a, we see in, the, in the word regarding Jesus and his metamorphosis, his transformation, his transfiguration on the mount. And then we say, well, he set the standard, right? Wow. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is really good because <laughs> yeah. I haven't actually thought about, yeah. Yeah, this is really good. Okay, so be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. So you're saying that as you renew, as you're renewing your mind, right? There, th- that trans that transformation. Mm-hmm. Because I was just thinking about the emphasis beyond renewing of the mind. Exactly. But not of the uh, the the effect of what happens when you renew the mind. Right. Man, that's awesome. Okay, thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. That's a absolutely. nugget right off the bat. Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> okay, <good. laughs> here we go. All right. Now we're in it. That's encouraging. I'm glad it resonates, you know. Um, yeah, totally. It's in your, just like you're saying, just like the anchor, uh, the anchor um, text, you know, the word for this last week for you, you know, it's 100%. Mm-hmm you know, going above and beyond, you know, and really that's, that's what I'm after. And I know that's the core desire of every individual on the planet, let alone the body, you know, because the core of every human being core of every individual is to know God, whether they know it or not. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, and then the core of every believer in the body, whether they know it or not, you know, is to know their creator. Right. And so desiring to know our creator in spirit, which is done, it's finished. Know them in the entirety of your mind to be consumed with that reality in a, 
a productive fashion mm -hmm. to where our union with him in our mind is producing in the earth around us. And then also, um, as we understand in science today and psychology and as the word clearly you know indicates, it's uh, we're closely interlinked. We can't do something in our spirit and our soul without it affecting our physical body. You know, laughter is good medicine, you wow. know? Yeah. When we smile, what does that do to our, our neurochemistry? What does it do to our body? It changes it. Wow. You know, so yeah. we know that. Yeah. You know, uh, it says the joy of the Lord is your strength. And sometimes we look at that at, in an emotional context, but no, it's a physical strength. The joy of the Lord is a physical strength. Wow. Right? Yeah, that's true. You know, Paul exemplified this in his writings, and this is something I've been going really deep in, or it's, I've been really taken deep into, mm -hmm. you know, is, you know, Paul's journey, uh, you know, when he was blinded by the light and his eyes were opened, you know, and then he received direct revelation from Jesus Christ. And then he faced tremendous opposition in his life. And some of us don't really look at that. Like, you know, Paul, you know, he had a face-to-face -face encounter with Jesus, received direct revelation and was so challenged by the people around him, left for dead. He was in fullness. Sometimes he was in hunger. He said he learned to be content in all situations. Wow. And he said he, he learned the mystery. He learned the mystery of being content in all situations, which is the mystery of shalom, spirit, soul, and body. Interesting. So shalom is spirit, soul, and body, and more, peace. So you said he learned the mystery of contentment. Yeah, he did. And he was talking about, hey, listen, like, be thankful in all things. Wow. Like rejoice in all things, cast your cares upon the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. And he wasn't just saying that for your emotional state. He was saying that because it'll keep you going in your body, it'll help you run the race strong. He goes, so that which is noble, peaceable, lovely, meditate on these things. Wow. And he really was saying that in the context is if we keep our mindset on things above, it'll help us, physio our physiology here, to carry out the word, to carry out the word in earth. And he, the reason why he emphasized meditate, 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 was that it would form functional, healthy neural pathways in our brain so that we would keep our thoughts focused. And then that would produce energy in our body and strength to keep running the race, keep doing good. So going back to yeah. med meditation, mm -hmm. and then um, what's the link there between meditation and then uh, renew renewing your mind? Right. Yes, you know, um, meditation is is all throughout the word. You know, mm -hmm. meditate on the scriptures, totally. meditate day and night, right? Chew on this, yeah? yeah. And so um, when we meditate, we're using every faculty. You know, we're, uh, we're closely, obviously we're in spirit, yeah? And we're using the fullness of our heart. Mm -hmm. And then we're also using the fullness of our mind. Our, all our physiology is engaged in meditation. Yeah. And so we're being transformed by the word and transfigured by the word. You know, yeah, and we once we become aware of that, it begins to materialize more because of awareness. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, that's so, really good. Yeah, yeah, because I was, yeah, I was thinking, we we did a we did a podcast a while back with a guy named um, Alex Skip, and just like letting the people know that are that are listening right now, if for some reason they even hear just the word meditation and end up getting triggered by it, sure, to, they can actually go back and listen to that podcast. And this is a guy that that was recently saved out of the New Age, right, and is on this journey of 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 basically redeeming what's been what's been stolen absolutely um f from from christianity and mm -hmm. um and and the lord's really using him Wonderful. uh to see lots of people come to know the lord and everything and he did a um i don't know if we talked about this or not but he actually did a uh, a, a mantra based meditation um 
on the beach in San Diego mm-hmm. and they invited all these, you know, they had big signs up and dude, I, I don't know if they got a hundred people or 150 people all, all, all down the beach. And he did a teaching on meditation, like a biblical teaching on meditation, what it is. Wow. And then he led them through a mantra based meditation where everyone began to chant Maranatha. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And then they took out their guitar and he explained what Maranatha meant. Yeah, that's, and, that's inspiring. And then they took out guitars and started leading worship and all these, all these unbelievers mm-hmm. and he experienced the peace of God and all, you know, mm-hmm. and so I just give that just as a little bit of context, but dude, that's, that's fascinating to think of meditation and and how it's really like in, intentionally renewing the mind versus right. just maybe waking up and reading like the psalm of the day and calling that renewing the mind mm-hmm. yeah wonderful man yeah absolutely you know um like i said with the 12 hours you know um we're looking to go for a full metamorphosis we're looking to looking to expand our tent pegs and wow. take new ground wow you know we've the the grace of God, the finished work, it, it is truly finished, mm-hmm. you know? And then we have to look at our current level of manifestation of our believing and seeing what is the standard Jesus set and how do we get from point A to point B, right? Well, we just have to fully believe it, but belief should cr- create desire and desire should create movement into that place. Yeah, amen. It should cause us to desire to move forward, not into works, but into actualizing the grace of God that's been imbued within us, that's been infused within us. And that caused me to, at times, walk back and forth praying in the spirit for 12, 24 hours because I just had an utmost desire, you know, to know God and actualize this grace. And I'm still there. I'm scratching the surface. You know what I mean? And then that opened up the door to start doing things with close friends, you know, and then that opened up the door to start doing things publicly and also just being surrounded by good mentors and spiritual fathers encouraging me to move forward into that reality you so know? what was that like that transition mm-hmm. of, of doing something that's that's very intimate yeah with just your close friends right to doing something now with people that you have no idea who they are yeah i mean i don't know if that was the case or if there if, if maybe at first it was friends of friends but mm-hmm. um what was that what was what was that like as far as going from something that was because i imagine that you wanted to really guard the intimacy of that moment so how did you kind of go from kind of, and also, yeah, so how'd you go from this thing, this uh, engaging, the, engaging the father intimately with, with this close-knit community to opening that up to people that you didn't know? Yeah, well, I think it's important to know, you know, it, it was, and it, oh, it still is something that's guarded, you know, intimate, you know, something is, you know, um, that's prayerful and in, in the secret place, so to speak, right? But when you get called, you know what I mean? To contribute to people. There's a grace on that as well to bring it forth, you know? And at first it really, it did start with community, you know, it started with close friends, you know, um, Ian, you're here right now. You're here right now. Just hanging out, observing us talking. He's kind of here, you know? Yeah. He's kind of here. He's in the, he's in the zone. Yeah. He's yeah. You know? (laughs) And so it started out with, you know, close friends and, um, also some other individuals that I didn't know super well, but they were part of the community to a degree. And that was awesome. That was a great way to start. And um, then I just had a desire and also was being beckoned and told, you need to do this for people. Wow. So the call came on me and it just was grace, man. 
it, wow. it just i just wanted to contribute all you know i'm still in experimentation mode yeah, still I mean, learning how it flows how it works are there other guys people, doing doing that like is it was this like a model that you've seen kind of mm, demonstrated before because basically okay mm, so what you do is you have like a a 12 hour or a mm, 24 hour mm, um immersion right where you guys are together right you know non-stop yeah <laughs> you know for this period of time mm -hmm. you're in a fasted state so right. there's no there's no eating or sleeping mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of drinking water right um but you're together you know during this way so had you seen this modeled somewhere else or is this kind of like a blueprint that mm -hmm. you'd never actually seen yeah you know modeled before you know at first it, it was it was a blueprint that just um you know it just came on me Really? In the very beginning of my wow. walk and my journey, because wow. I got, um, I got, uh, uh, born from above, so to speak. It got, my eyes, I got opened and, uh, a fashion that was just undeniable that Jesus, you know, wow. was who he was and that I needed to pursue with all my heart. It's reality. So it's, I started right into just deep realms of prayer pursuit, wow. Wow. you know, of the one who's already pursued me just basically just growing an awareness yeah. of this union that already existed within and around me. And that would cause me to pray for hours on end just to, out of desire to know, right? And then that caused me to sometimes stay up for a day, caused me to stay up until sunrise and just this desire of waiting prayer of just this contemplative prayer. And, um, you know, not, I don't like to call it waiting on God. I like waiting with God, you know? Wow. And my awareness as I'm waiting with God begins to expand so that I understand he is already with me. Wow. Existing all around me, you know, that is the air I breathe, you know? And so, yeah, it started like that. I mean, I had one, one time I had this ecstatic encounter. I was up for three days, you know? And then during this three day period, I was just fully connected. I was in a visionary realm with God almost nonstop for three days. And it was just beautiful, man. I was full and filled of divine energy from this union and uh, fueled my body even. And I was just so alert, so awake, so aware. And sure. this was nine years, eight years, eight, nine years ago. Was it, this was mm -hmm. a, a nonstop encounter where you, didn't have any like you didn't have to go do any sort of grocery shopping or anything right like this is like like a non-stop encounter where you're just like in one place for three days with the lord is that right no 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 actually you actually just, function like i functioned i function but i function in an ecstatic state which i believe we're called to function in all the time i believe it's possible you know and sometimes we get these foretastes of this reality and then we desire we yearn to experience it all the time, right? The, the abiding, you know. Yeah, so, dude, let's yeah. let's let's unpack let's unpack this. The um, functioning in an ecstatic state. Mm -hmm. What is that state like? What does it mm -hmm. feel like? What does it mm -hmm. think like? What is it? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I guess. Um, How would you describe it? <laughs> We're jumping around in a lot of good stuff here. Okay, so um, I'll I'll, I'll I'll talk about this here. On my website, uh, unionflow.com, yeah, yeah. there, there's a description there, right? Okay. And the description says this, you know, okay, I'll just first say union, union flow, the reason that that is my website and that is in a sense the umbrella for what I'm doing yeah. is it's because about 10 years ago, the first thing I heard in terms of like an audible voice, you know, so again, I got born from above, saved, so to speak, 10 years ago, right? And the first thing I heard when I got introduced to uh Christianity, uh, wild, you know what I mean? Like the praying in the spirit, the, the shaking, the trembling, the, the glory realm. 
I, when I got exposed to, it, I had no idea. I got put into church. I had never been to church. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I got put right into it, and I go, God, I don't understand. What is this? <laughs> and I remember walking outside this into this courtyard while a thousand people were, you know, in that zone. And I go, God, please help me. Like I have no idea. I have no grid. And he goes, audibly, he goes, through union with me, everything else will flow. That was the first thing I heard, and that sent me on a journey into the, some of the contemplatives. We hear about Teresa of Avila, Madame Guion, uh, St. Patrick, St. Francis, uh, Sadhu Sundar Singh, which is a huge inspiration to me. You know what I mean? I got sent into that pathway, and I believe that that was just so the Lord, because he wanted to set my pathway in a foundation of union, of first love connection, and where in which everything is supposed to flow forth from. So that is here. That's kind of a, a good beginning point. And then to take it to one of the descriptions on my website, Union Flow, it says Union Flow. I've defined it as a, as a state of consciousness or a state of being okay. derived out of our fusion or our union with the creator of all, mm. right? And I put that the flow of this relationship provides divine intelligence and an ability to supersede the limitations of the natural order, you know? <laughs> I'm looking at the Superman in your office right now, the Superman painting, and I'm like, that's it, man, that's it, that's it. You know, Jesus set the standard of man, look what he did, right? Look what he, look at, look at who he was out of being united to the father. Wow. You know? Wow. And wow. so to me, the state of being will, uh, will usher forth a state of doing, but it's not a, it's not a doing first. It's mm-hmm. a being first and then being in the saturation of Yahweh and the person will call, will, will bring us into a realm of manifestation because we're called to birth that realm here. Right. Yeah. And we're called to not just birth a realm here, meaning like building this or building that or building this or building a business or building that that's part of it. We're also called to take this gospel intracellularly into our bodies and manifest the finished work of the cross in our body as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so again, that's caused me to do things like go extended times without food or without sleep. And there's many pioneers all the way back from the biblical times mm-hmm. to some of the saints of old who lived off of communion. You know, a good wow. friend of mine, uh, Kirby, from Sri Lanka. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He was filmed on, on, on national television for his ability to live off divine union, wow. right? Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. And, and another guy, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Ian Clayton, he was, um, you know, he, he really talked a lot about engaging in the night watch or spending ex- extended times in union with God in prayer. You know what I mean? To manifest the fullness of this union, this this personal connection with God into the not just his not just his spirit life, but into the entirety of his soul for the transformation, but even into his body, where it would cause things like trans relocation. Yeah. Right? By grace, of course. But we have to understand what is grace? Grace is Jesus Christ. But what is grace? You know, like grace to me is is in Colossians, it's the it's the reality that I'm being held together by the power of his word. Mm. I can't sit here and speak with you right now. I can't sit here and be held together, my skin. I can't speak into this microphone if it's not by the grace of God. Wow. So we have to redefine what the grace of God is, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, anyways, yep, yep. So (laughs) there's a lot there. But grace, you know, the grace of God, it's like some people will look at me and maybe see some of the things I do. 
you know, like you're, you're, uh, you're in prayer or you're, uh, you're, you're doing these activations, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing these uh, feats with God for like 12, 24 hours. That's a lot of works, man. I go, yeah, oh, to me, translating that as, as work. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was like, no, no, to me, man, this is just desire. This is passion. This is a pursuit yeah, of him who's already pursued me, a pursuit of being fully aware and conscious and connected to this reality that exists within me. Yeah. That's so good. Thanks for explaining that because I think that for a lot of people, there's this idea that if you're spending long amounts of time in prayer, that it must be some sort of like agonizing, travailing prayer in order to kind of get God to do something. (laughs) Right. Cause there's kind of that old school view Mm -hmm. of like Mm -hmm. this and there's nothing wrong with travailing prayer, but there is kind of a, I don't know, a good adjective. There's, let's just call it, there is kind of an old school mm-hmm. anguish striving sure. kind of prayer. And that's not, and that's not what you're talking about. You're, you're, you're taught, you're basically um, not trying to do like to do something to get God to do something, but you're partnering with the Lord in this place of communion and union. And that's one of the things I love about your word choices. You're always taking it back to union, right? Which basically is, is, intimate relationship it's it's the fellowship of oneness right right and um and yeah yeah, and i love that i I love that you're taking so you're not striving for anything like this is if you could do anything right and i think that that's where also the kind of the old the old school paradox or the old school kind of thing was that because people were engaged in such let's just call it like religious striving it robbed them of any sort of joy or any sure. sort of I think it even robbed them of health right health like it could probably probably did damage to their brain mm-hmm. not brought um, flourishing to their to mm-hmm. their to their human brain right <laughs> I think I mean I you know so that's one of the things that, that I love about what we're talking about is it's very it's very grace centered and yet it's also um, not like, okay, there's grace to so just go live your life and God will be there if you need anything right but it's like no live your life um, acknowledging the presence and, and, and acknowledging this place of oneness with the Father and live this incredible life being magnified or set off by the glory of God, inviting him into everything that you're doing. And it's not just going to make you happier and healthier. It's going to amplify absolutely the, the human experience absolutely. as you do it with the Father. Yeah, you're, you 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 um, hit it right on. And one thing I want to say too is, I mean, I would say like the only re- you know, even though that uh, per se that there was uh, maybe a lack of understanding in some of the movements of prayer, right? You know, where um, we didn't quite understand maybe the grace quite clearly, or the fact that He's one with us. Yeah, and we're not praying out of a place of uh, uh, separation, but about a place of connection. You know, it's because of those people, though, that I'm here today, and that we're here today, right? Interesting. Because yeah, the thing absolutely. is, is that they, uh, I, I honor, I honor so much the generals, and obviously the the forefathers, you know, like the the pioneers of the faith, wow, and the generals, you know, and I also honor those who maybe didn't do things quite according to the revelation. Why? Because in their prayer. They were still praying, right? The fervent prayer of a righteous one. Wow. You know what I mean? Avails much. And they were praying. Guess what? I believe because they were praying out of this place that God heard their prayer and created, uh, brought up other people because they were really praying for this. Mm, That's good. And so the thing is, I'm here because of them, even though they may have not had, right, the, the fullness of the revelation. Yeah. They, their prayers created a way for the fullness to come. And then right now, 
even though I may not have the fullness of the revelation, my prayer is creating a way for those who are coming yeah. to step in, right? Yeah. So good. we're all here because of a culmination, a collaboration of those who've cheered us on, the cloud of witnesses, all the way up until the generals, all the way up until now and the current ones here on the earth manifesting, you know what I mean, the fullness. And we're, pri we're providing the way, we're scratching the surface, we know that. Because as soon as we know something, God says, I'll do exceedingly and abundantly beyond all you can ask, think, or imagine, right? So right now, what I'm doing, or what I'm being, who I'm being, is only scratching the surface and somebody else is gonna come and they're going to be like, hey, guess what, Arun? What you were doing here, awesome. But guess what? Here's this. You know? And thank you for, thank you yeah. for saying that because th that's such an easy place for, I think, especially, let's just call ourselves young. Right. I mean, it's such an easy place for young people to go, especially when there's like, there's, as you said, there's new revelation and there's probably more of like a grace-centeredness within the whole kind of, kind of kingdom sure. thing that's existing on the earth right now that's that's radically different than what the 80s looked like mm -hmm. and so it is it's very easy to be judgmental or critical of like a, of a previous paradigm mm -hmm. but and and in doing so um we're dishonoring absolutely the very ones that got us to this point absolutely. so that really helped me out a yeah. lot Yep. Uh, not that I tend, I don't tend to be a critical person by yeah, nature. You're not. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> it is, but it is easy, especially when it comes to different things, conversations such as prayer movements right. and such, and different kinds of things where mm. it kind of stirs up an image or a sound or a particular yep. frequency that doesn't resonate with where you're at right now. Mm -hmm. But what, yeah, so thank you for that. That, uh, that helped me out a lot. I hope that helps out also a lot of listeners mm -hmm. so that we're not you know, talk on trash on the very people that yeah, we boosted can. us yeah. up to this incredible right. place. That, that's what's, that, that's what's uh, capped the flow of the grace wow. and of um, like a, of our, uh, in a sense, into the era of the manifest sons, you know, what, what has capped us, it's dishonor. Wow. We have, we have, uh, we have this epidemic that needs to be healed wow. in the body of Christ and the world at large of dishonor. And so how can we, expect to move forward into the new, so to speak, unless we've honored those who have moved forward into the new of their time. You know, we can't. And if we do that, we jeopardize everything because what we're doing then is we're becoming a renegade, a rebel, and we're sowing distortion into the body of Christ, which God, I believe in this time, he's removing impurity in the area of people who, when they speak, there's bitterness or there's offense towards another aspect of the body and and it sows discord and makes disunity it creates disunity when God, it's all we're all after unity the body of christ unity but it, it'll be birth but it's gonna be birthed by people who have honor you know and that's why it's, it's like we talk about a lot of the culture of honor uh, you know and everything like that and i'm so grateful for those revelations and those realities that have come forth over this last decade and we need to really manifest it as a body because we are one body, we are connected, and what I do affects everyone else in this body. You know, so if I'm dishonoring an aspect of my physical body, what happens then? If I don't like my body, then I'm gonna create sickness in my body because as you, th the more you think on something, it becomes bigger, and it also does affect your physiology. We know that right now, it's nothing new, this has been studied, that what you think on, you know, becomes real. Out of the, out of the heart flows the issues of life, life physically right if you speak life or you speak death you'll eat of its fruit 
So speak life, choose life, you know? Um, so we need to choose life, speak life, speak honor, have honor so that we can truly go into and occupy the grounds that we've been called to. But I can't do it without you. I can't do it without Ian, without Tanner in this room, right? You know, I can't do it without these people. That's why I say whenever I speak somewhere, I go in and I go in from the authentic perspective that each and every one of the people here sitting in this audience is has a facet of the Father that they can express here that can set people free in this room, you know? Because we all have, you know, that, that we all have that. And the thing is we need to hear those voices and we need to honor one another. We need to honor the body so that we can truly fulfill the mandate we've been called to. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, I can keep going on this, you know, I don't want to go off track, off topic. Well, we yeah. don't have a topic. <laughs> we're just, we're in the, we're in the ocean. Man. Right, right, right. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. no, is, that was really, really, really good. Yeah. Wanted to ask awesome. you regarding, um, I've been listening and reading a, a lot of this research is coming out right now on, um, uh, there's kind of a, a, a resurgence right now, a revival of kind of, medical hypnotism i see and um and the research that's coming out right now is fascinating mm. regarding how hypnotists are curing um, everything from like irritable bounds bowel syndrome mm -hmm. to erectile dysfunction to mm -hmm. um, to high blood pressure i see i can get the high blood pressure thing and actually all these things i mentioned probably could be linked to stress or areas of the soul one of the one of the techniques that they're using is getting people to visualize the sickness in their body as energy within their body mm. and then right. where and then where they go from there i don't know but once pe once they take people into this into the state and i don't uh there's the theta and then the yeah uh, i was gonna know. actually yeah, go yeah, into yeah. that a little bit um and so once they take people into the state and they can get people to actually visualize the sickness in their body as energy somehow that actually empowers people to come over it and somehow even take dominion and we're not talking it at this point we're just talking about you know the word choice and st the different practices that are taking place um so i wanted to just ask you based off of your your adventures in the spirit as well as just your your education in, in science and understanding of the body there's obviously uh you know some people are just going to say, Oh, that's just all, that's just all demonic. But there's, but there are things that the Lord has given us keys to our soul that are in, in different, you know, I, I don't even want to, what, what do you think, bro? Like when you, when you're, when we're talking about how people are using the mind to basically, um, bring, uh, governance to the body. Mm. Right. Well, it says be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Yeah, it kind of ties um, in with it, right? You know, as a body right now, um, collectively what's happening is we are getting understanding on the significance of the mind because God always intended it to be that way. He intended us to be connected in heart and in mind, mm -hmm. completely in integrated, spirit, soul, and body. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we've been heart-focused, which he's enthroned upon our hearts, you know, out of the heart flow the issues of life. Like I said, like, you know, um, we've been given a new heart. It's real. It's awesome. And I'm so happy we're getting more in touch with the heart, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and the soul, you know, and being transformed and, and taking dominion by the, by the power of the spirit, you know? And one of the things that I feel like there was a disconnect in is in the area of the mind in the brain and how 
God so desperately desires to connect us and make us whole. You know, it says, you know, uh, he's come in through the threshold and broke down the middle wall of separation. Now we have a middle of separate wall of separation in our brains called the corpus callosum. It separates the left and the right hemisphere of the brain. I believe that he's come in to, you know, bring us into oneness in our mind as well. So we're flowing in both the left and right hemispheres of the brain, creativity and intelligence. For some reason, we've gotten away in some shape, way or form, you know, from the area of intelligence, academics, you know, all of that stuff. It's true, yeah. You know, and we haven't realized we've been given the mind of Christ not just Amen. the heart of Christ, Amen. Amen. but we've been actually, we've been actually given the brain of God, the neurology of God, you know what I mean? And so if we've been given the neurology of God, the neurons of God, how do we then actualize that? And I believe that's what we're moving into collectively in the body of Christ. And one of the areas, you know, is, is God is taking hold of our body again. And he's showing us that, Hey guys, you are the temple of the Holy spirit. Didn't you know? When we're like, oh yeah, yeah, of course we are. You know, we're one with God in spirit. You know, we're one with God in our heart. No, he said, you're the temple, your physical vessel in it resides the Holy Spirit. And then we're, wow, that's baffling. It's amazing. It's incredible. You're saying in my body lies the creator of all. And now once we become to be aware of that, we'll find that we do things that supersede the natural order. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And I fully yes. believe that I've done it myself and in some shape, way or form, I've been elevated there in those types of experiences and manifestations, you know, and that's awesome. You know, I was say it's a superseding of the natural order, but it's also kind of a restoring of the natural order. Exactly. So, you know, the, the, the cool thing about this is we only supersede because we're a servant to humanity. You know what I mean? We supersede, we're elevated to Yahweh, right? So that we can serve. You know, Jesus was God, but he didn't consider equality with God a thing to be had. Wow. He died. He gave his life for humanity to serve us. God did that. Wow. And that's how we have to approach it. Yeah. And so we good, super, man. we are, we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. And how do we bring heaven to earth? And we've been on this topic for decades and since the beginning, right? It's yeah. like bringing heaven to earth. Yeah, what does now, that mean? Exactly. And now we need to bring heaven so into our bodies more, too. You know, like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, but, the, but, but, the, but this area too, you mentioned of, of, um, of, uh, the mind sciences, Yeah, you know, um, there is something to be said about a meditation mm-hmm. and fixing our heart, our mind on things above heaven is our home. So Paul continually talks throughout the scriptures and all of the forefathers of the faith did about honing in into this union with God. And what they're really saying there as well is focus okay yeah focus and where does focus you know focus emanates from the entirety of our being but focus your mind on things above yeah right meditation focusing our mind what do those do they they bring us into states of consciousness in our brain that alters our brainwave states mm. okay and then in those states of our mind we can begin to do things in those brain wave states, like say, for instance, theta state, mm-hmm. that in alpha or beta state, we just it's just less feasible. We're more surrendered. It says be surrendered, let go. Mm-hmm. We're more surrendered in those places. We can see visions, see more clearly, and then we can bring the gospel into the areas of our spirit, soul, and body more effectively. Yeah. I've seen this in my own life. And I know others are talking about this as well. And it's just who we've been created. We said we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We were knit together in our mother's womb. You know, we are this body has latent potential. 
that we need to utilize or we have the option to utilize you know by the grace of god because he created us right yeah amen. so yeah man i'm i totally i totally you know one of the things i wanted to share real quick yeah yeah is that kind of goes back to like the um uh, of when we're talking about grace and works you know and we hear somebody talking about this, you know, like, you know, Paul saying, imitate me as I imitate Christ, right? Mm -hmm. And in Philippians, he says something that to me um, has been a, a life, a life, life word, right? And he, he models this. And kind of, I'm going to read this real quick for yeah, people, yeah. you know, because this is kind of what I model things by, you know, Jesus is the standard. Yeah. And Paul wrote a huge portion of the new testament of the word right and to give us instruction and understanding on how to model our life right and so he says something here in philippians 4 he goes i continually long to know of the wonders of jesus more fully and to experience the overflowing power of his resurrection working in me he says i will be one with him in his sufferings and i will be one with him in his death he goes, only then will I be able to experience complete oneness with him in his resurrection from the realm of death. And then he says this, he goes, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I am pursuing. He goes, but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover he goes, I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Yeshua. He goes, so let all who are fully mature have this same passion. And if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, God will reveal it to them. And he goes, let us all advance together to reach this victory prize following one path with one passion, you know? And uh, yeah. he says, imitate my walk with God and follow all those who, who um, walk according to the way of life we modeled before you. And, um, you know, it says we are a colony of heaven on earth, you know, and everything like that, you know. And he says later, he goes, uh, he goes we're a colony of heaven on earth. And as we cling tightly to our life giver, the Lord who will transform our humble bodies and transfigure us into the identical likeness of his glorified body using his matchless power. He subdues everything to himself, you know, and it says now arise in your fullness, the fullness of your union with the Lord and in Philippians four. So anyways, I love that. And I'm saying that with a lot of passion because that's, that's what I model my life after mm -hmm. is that pursuit, that focus, that diligence, that only grace can supply me with, you know, it's not works. Yeah, it's, good. it's the desire and we need to be gripped with desire again desire for our heavenly citizenship desire for the realm of heaven and the manifestation of it in and around our spirit soul and body in the earth around us yeah, and that's why you that's why you're here Seattle Revival Center you know what I mean you came here you're the pastor here you're bringing people who are pioneering who are bringing forth this reality yeah and I mean you're, you've set your heart this is what you do yeah. you know what I mean so I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be here I'm honored to be spending time to have you asking me questions I'm like you know it's awesome you know, I'm like inspired by you, you know? Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, this is, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so do you like, okay, so last time we chat, chat on the radio, you don't necessarily sleep a lot. You don't necessarily eat a lot. Mm -hmm. You'll go for long periods of time without, without um, food or sleep. But 
now okay so when it comes to your own body do you ever do do you wrestle with colds from time to time or any sort of sickness from time to time yes man i do you know and that's what i like to say i like to be real and open and honest with people because the thing is is that we may be manifesting a certain measure but that doesn't change the truth i may have a cold i may have a I may have uh, be sick at some times, or I may be this or that, but the truth is I've come to give you life yeah. and life more abundantly. I've called you in this. So it's the thing is, is like, how do we get from point A to point B is my desire yeah. to manifesting the fullness of life Yahweh purchased for us. So it's kind but of, yeah. it's kind of a two part question. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, cause, cause the second part of the question wouldn't work if you're like, well, I don't get sick. Right. Sure. Like, so when you're starting to get sick, Right. You start, you start to feel like a little bit off or you do something silly, unwise, whatever, and you have pain in your body. Mm -hmm. Um, have you been able to shift that? Of course. Um, and I was wondering if you'd be willing to like, take us into what that looks like. Okay. You start to feel like, man, I'm starting to get something's, something's not right here. Like my, my shalom is getting off, right? Totally, absolutely. Can you bring us into what, yes. what that looks like? Yeah, I can, yeah. yeah I want to I wanna, uh, finish the first question you oh, asked. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah, and then, sorry. Uh, yeah. then I'll, I'll tackle this. So yeah. Remind me cool. of this one, okay, right, in cool, a second. Yep. One of the things I wanted to share with that is, dude, I sleep, man, and I love sleep. You know, and I eat, and I love food. <laughs> sure, sure. You know, like before we came here, I went and grabbed a coffee because I love coffee. Like yeah, I'm a coffee yeah. snob yeah, or we, a coffee we, connoisseur. We, yeah, we you drink know? some great coffee. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing is, the problem becomes... The problem is not the food. It's not the sleep. It's are we mastered by it or not? So am I mastered by the calories I get, the coffee I get? Does that determine how life-giving I am for the day? Or does Jesus? Or am I mastered by the amount of hours I've slept? Or is Jesus my master? I love that. You know, and so me, it's... It's not about like these workshops I do, which are in fasted states or you're not sleeping, mm-hmm. which just for hearers out, the people who are hearing this, it's not as intimidating as it sounds because there's grace for it. Sure. I carry a grace and you do whether you know it or not. Sure, right? that's good. Man. So the thing is, is that it's, it's to me, it's, it's about not being codependent in the physical realm. We've talked about codependency a lot in the soul realm, right? Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of incredible books on that and it's gotten a lot of people free, right? Which actually ended up freeing up their bodies and a lot of them will test to this. Wow. They become healthier because they've been freed up in their soul. Yeah. They haven't manifested as much sickness because their mind has been renewed, right? Yeah. And so, oh my gosh, it's just, it's just so clear as day. And so, again, it's, am I mastered by sleep? Or is it a pleasure to be enjoyed? Wow. Am I mastered by food? Or is it a pleasure to be enjoyed? Wow. That's, that's what we're that's redefining. Really that's what I'm addressing here. So I go, I desire, to, uh, I desire, and I desire everyone in here, say if it's a 12 or 24 hour, whatever I'm doing, or even when I'm speaking, mm-hmm. I desire everyone in here to live from their divine union with Yahweh. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, their divine union with Christ, divine union with Jesus Christ, their divine union with the, with, with with, with the creator of all, are, are they living from that place? Is that ruling their life or is sleep and food ruling their life? Yeah. And so I say, hey, listen, let's just flip that. Let's flip that in our lives because the truth is Jesus Christ, when he says, guys, hey, listen, I eat food you know not of. Right. What he's saying there, he goes, I am partaking of a realm of energy and relationship with my creator that fuels me physically. That's and good. he goes, you will know That's this good, when I go up 
because I have to go because then the Holy Spirit will come. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will receive power. And that's the thing we don't understand. You will receive power. But then we've, we've, we've received that in the area of manifesting and administrating signs, wonders, and miracles, which we are called to do. But we'll also receive power to live from a realm that supersedes the natural order, that supersedes the universal principles that Yahweh laid up, that brings forth the exclusivity of Jesus Christ. That's good. You know? Yeah. And so that's what we're after. So I tell everyone, it's not about the sleep. It's not about the food. It's about engaging with this realm of divine union on an intracellular, on a body level. That's yeah. what we want. And we need to say, tell ourselves when, before we go to sleep, Hey, this is awesome. I'm excited to enjoy sleep right now, Yahweh, but I would much rather have my body rest, regenerate in my heart, awake with you. That's how I shift. That's how I say, that's what I say almost every day before I go to rest for the last few years. And that's why I can go sometimes extended periods of times without sleep or food and be just as clear minded, that's just cool. as active, just as um, uh, productive as if I got eight hours or if I got the calories, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, because yeah, my life, my life really is, I'm scratching the surface here yeah, and sure, I, you know, sure. but my life, I want it to be defined by my union with God, even in my body. Yeah. And so I wanted to make that clear. That's it's good. in that helps to take away too some of the things with works and striving. No, it's like, I'm just looking to actualize the grace of God that's been imbued, that's infused me, that's, you know, that I've been connected, that I'm connected with, you know? Yeah, that's good. Um, and then to go on. Thanks for, thanks yeah. for breaking that down. Yeah. And then what was that second part that you were mentioning again? Yeah. So when you, when you start to feel like things sure. are, are altering right. within your own body because mm -hmm. of a, a bug, a virus, or maybe you've done something and you've, you've injured your body and now there's, there's this, this sensation of pain. Mm -hmm. Um, how, how, how do you, mm. or what do you do when you're feeling like, you know, your shalom has, has become un unbalanced? Right. Um, honestly, <laughs> I'm so gripped right now by this guy named Paul, the apostle Paul's life, you know, <laughs> Dr. Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, and he modeled what we're talking about right now. Yeah. And he gave us application and principles to exercise in these specific situations. Yeah. You know, one of the things he says in uh, Philippians, um, and he, in Philippians, I think it's about 4.12 or so, he says, for I am trained in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in fullness or in hunger. And this is what he says. He was, and I find that the strengths of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. Wow. You know, and Paul was someone who was left for dead. He was left, you know, uh, in massive persecution. And he says, whether in fullness or hunger, I'm content. I've learned the secret of overcoming all things. Wow. You know, and so he really demonstrated this. And the way he said to go about things when you're sick or when you're not doing well, when you're being persecuted, when somebody like hurts you, when, when, you know, when you're left for dead, potentially, you know, I don't know. Some of these people here who are listening might be in uh, in other countries right now, speaking in, in, in the truth, and they might face persecution. I don't know. Everyone, everyone has a different set of circumstances they've been they've been given, um, and God made a way to make all things work out together for our good. You know, yeah. and he, the context of that verse is really important. He says, you know, I, he goes, I will make all things work out together for you, mm -hmm. you know, the, for those who love God and are called according to his purposes. But the context in the verse before, he says, pray with groanings, unutterable speech, pray in tongues, yeah. pray in the spirit. So one of the greatest things I believe and I function in, in terms of when I start to, when I start to feel different things is I just, I tuck myself away or in the car, 
And I just began to acknowledge God and I began to build up this desire in my heart and I just start to meditate on the truth. The truth is it's life. The truth is he's given me abundant yeah. life. The truth is, is that I have the power of God residing in me. This is the truth. And if my, my mind and my body's not agreeing with that, that doesn't matter. What matters is the truth. And so what do I need to do then? I need to align my heart and my lips and my mind with this. Cause some people say I am healed, but then their heart, they're saying, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to get healed. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about in the 12 hour earlier. I'm like, Hey, I see some of you saying that you'll never be the same after this, but you, your heart is not agreeing with your lips. So spend a few minutes praying the spirit to build up, build up the confidence and then speak from that place. Wow. So when I'm sick, when I'm not feeling well or whatever it is that's manifesting my body, like I went through crazy stuff in my body, man. I was left bedridden when I could climb a mountain then like a week before that I was bedridden, man. I couldn't barely move to the mailbox, but guess what I did? I went, I went through tears, but I prayed in the spirit. I got my, I got my heart and my brain and my body aligned with reality. And I spoke that place. And I spoke from that place until my body began to do things that it could not even do before. Wow. Did you get, yeah. I mean, did you get sick because of the climb? No, or no, no, it was, no. It was totally. In, in, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. a totally different, okay. different health issue that hit me years wow, ago. Okay. And it took, it took, man, it took so much for me. And I just want to let people know out there, man, that, um, and, and we all have our own individual set of circumstances. Like I said, we've all faced tremendous difficulty. Potentially most people have had to work through hard stuff. Right. Yeah. And, man, that's okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, there was a time where within a, within a month, um, you know, some of the most key relationships in my life, um, they, they stopped. My health stopped. I was one of the top of the nation in a company was, I was working for and I had to take a medical leave. Right. Mm. Um, my whole appearance shifted overnight because, um, I got sick, you know? Wow. And in that time, that was when I had a choice. Do I choose life? Or do I choose death? Wow. And I chose life wow. in tears, but I chose life. And I had a good group of people around me, family, community. And I kept choosing life. I kept choosing life. I kept choosing life until I manifested life. Wow. I kept changing my mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I said, I can't deal with these thoughts. I can't. These thoughts aren't truth. This is the truth. The word. Wow. This is the truth. Wow. You know, yeah. I am loved. I am this. I am this. I've got this. I've got this. Christ. Christ, you know what I mean? Wow. And, but I was authentic. The thing is, is what we have to do. We have to be authentic. We can't have this false positivity garbage anymore. You know what totally, I mean? We can't totally. fake it till we make it. It's good. Put on a smile all the time. Even if you're not feeling it, put on a smile, but do it from the perspective of I'm putting on a smile to mount up on wings like Eagle. So I can have an aerial view that I can address the situation that's bringing me down from a top down mentality because I'm seated above it and then address it. That's the thing is God, you know, it, Paul's talking about be thankful in all things. And he goes with, prayer and supplication, casting your cares on the Lord, make your, make your requests made known to God. And that the peace of God that transcends all our understanding will garrison your hearts towards Christ Jesus. What he's saying there is, man, I have faced so much crap. You yeah. have no idea, but you know what? I'm thankful. And I cast these cares that are holding me back on God. And what he does is he gives me peace and he gives me resolute focus mm. to go forward with power and wow. address these situations. I not no longer eye to eye, 
by, but from my seat of government in heavenly places where I'm positioned. Yeah. You know, that's what we need to have. We need to have that mentality. And the thing is, is that when it, when it says uh, you'll mount up on wings like eagles, one of my rabbis, my rabbi, my spiritual father, he told me, he told me this. He goes, when an eagle mounts up, what happens is birds of prey are pecking at his back, right? And it says, what does the scripture say? It says, mount up on wings like eagles and God will renew your strength, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't know the full thing right now off the top of my head, but it's a beautiful scripture mm-hmm. because it's saying that, hey, listen, it's, it's a parable right here too as well. But when an eagle mounts up, what does it do? It's going horizontal. And what does it do? It shifts its wings to go straight vertical. Wow. Right, And it goes vertical, soaring high and high and high. And those birds of prey, they can't do that. So they can't hang with it. Those spirits can't <laughs> right. hang with that. Right. Yes. Right? right? So you go up, 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 and then it goes up and then it starts to circle. And now it's circling from a high vantage point, looking down at the situation and addresses the situation from the high ground. Mm. And that's what we fail to do sometimes with false positivity. We need to be real with ourselves so we can be whole, so we can manifest the abundant life you always given us, you know? Yeah. And you know yeah. this, you manifest this, you walk in this in your life. Like we, this is part of the journey of as a believer, you know? Yeah. And we, we have to do this and we have to be this. Yeah. This is who we are. That's you good, know, man. so, um, and, and to me, man, that, that manifests in, in profound physical, uh, manifestation in the area of being fruitful with your family, because if you can do this, man, you can come home and you can be the best version of yourself. You can offer that to your, to your wife, to your husband, to your kids. You can manifest that in your business and be far more productive. Time won't have dominion over you if you manifest these realities that Paul was talking about. Wow. Because you're operating from another dimensional realm of understanding, wow. which is wow. seated with Christ. So you're fused with the mind of Christ. This is all Paul's giving application to be fused with the mind of Christ to operate in that realm you know, of consciousness. So it, it, it trans, it goes into like, I would say because of this, my, that's the reason why my whole family is saved. You know what I mean? That we came from a, a background in, in the East, which the East is beautiful. We need to get off of our high chairs and realize that Jesus Christ was Middle Eastern. He was yeah. from the East, yeah. right? Yeah. And there's a bunch of redemptive, beautiful realities and attributes in the East and mindsets of being able to think in wholeness, spirit, soul, and body, being able to think connected. Sometimes yeah. in other cultures, we've disconnected ourselves and not Absolutely. thought circular, like cyclic. Mm-hmm. You know, they circular thinking or you know, everything's connected. That's mm-hmm. a lot of Hebraic thought and Eastern thought. And sometimes we've got into structured compartmentalization box thoughts right yeah so we need to be one in our minds and so you know this is christ man do we want to be like christ well look at his culture he was raised in yeah you know what i mean yeah and look at the you know just the way the the hebrew people did life and why wow. why are they mess- manifesting so much fruit yeah you know what i mean yeah. and so um anyways man there's so many things here right yeah yeah so one of the things that you um, said yeah. um made me think of uh a uh, statement I just heard from uh, Dr. Carolyn Leaf. I don't know if you've read any of her mm, stuff. Mm. She was talking about um, the danger of, of, I don't know, these weren't her words, but basically, um, let's just call it hyper faith. Mm. So when you're sick and you're saying, I'm not sick, I'm not sick, I'm not sick, what she actually says is that you're actually doing damage to your brain. Mm-hmm. Like when you are saying something that's not true, um, you're, you're, there, there's, there's such radical conflict there that you actually damage your brain when anytime you, you're living a lie, yep. you're damaging your brain. But what you're actually stating is like, I love what you said. You said, build yourself up, you know, speak, speak in tongues, like build yourself up so that your, your mind changes so that when you declare, it may not be a, it may not be a manifested reality yet, but at least your, your heart is in agreement with truth so that what you're speaking is not a lie, even though it hasn't manifested yet. 
So there's a major difference there between hyper faith, or we could just say religious faith, versus um, bringing your bringing your your bringing your soul into agreement, right? With your with your spirit and with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, and that's that's profound what she's she's sharing, you know. And she's a very she knows what she's talking about. You know, yeah, that's what she yeah. studied. And I don't know her too well, but I know that um, I really respect her and people like that, that they're bringing these realities to the body, yeah. the world at large. Yeah. Because it's, it's a universal. Everyone, everyone needs this. Yeah. And especially, especially the body, you know? And one of the things is, is this is exact. Here's an application. Here's an application. And I'll, I'll bring this to the people listening to all of us here. It's an application of how to, how to really function here. It's, so, it's super simple. Paul talked about it. I'm just going to demonstrate, right? Okay. So, Right now, it's like, okay, um, you know, he says, being thankful, cast your cares upon the Lord, right? So God, I'm, you know, like say, say you're manifesting a sickness, right? And I'm not right now, you know, I'm feeling really good, really charged, yeah, really alert, yeah. really alive, right? And but say you're manifesting a sickness, like uh, say, say you, you're, um, you have a fever, you have a cold, you're, whatever it is, say, God, I, God, I thank you. So this is a, God, I thank you for, for what you stated in your word that you've come to give me life and life abundantly. I thank you that through taking communion, that through partaking of you, that I can be healed, that by your stripes I'm healed. I thank you for that, God. I cast my care upon you regarding the current manifestation of my body right now, regarding the fact that I feel this way or that my body's operating this way. I wanna let you know, God, that I know the truth. The truth is that by your stripes I'm healed. But Yahweh, I'm manifesting this. I'm real and authentic before you. And I cast this care upon you. And I welcome your intervention in my life for your Holy Spirit to come up from within me and bring life to this mortal body. And for your angels to move and keep the heavens clear around my life for your glory to come and imbue me with strength and bring healing into this vessel. I thank you. That's how I pray. That's how I engage with that reality. Yeah. So, and, and then that, that brings forth manifestation. And then I begin to do what? Build myself up in my most holy faith, praying in the spirit. But we often don't realize that when it says build yourself, we oftentimes, because of an amnesia wall, or sometimes we're not seeing it, it's saying build yourself. Are you a spirit? Mm. Are you a soul? Right. Are you a body? Yeah. So if you're praying in the spirit, are you building up your body, your immunity, wow. and your ability to overcome all things? Wow. Yeah. And then it comes into what are you meditating on? Are you focusing, 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 focusing on your sickness? Mm -hmm. Are you focusing, focusing, focus on the goodness of God and meditating on that which is lovely, that which is noble, that which is kind, that which is good? That's what Paul talked about because Paul was left for dead. He was left in, in I mean, he was stoned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have a cold, but hey, this guy was stoned. He was left for dead. And yeah. in that moment, he was he figured out, okay, he said I've, he, he uncovered the secret of being content, right? He, you know, he, I, I'm lacking the, the exact words, but he manifested these principles, these realities, which were kingdom principles. He manifested joy and he, he, it was real to him because he carved out pathways in his neurology. Mm. He, he, he broke down the pathways of demise and oppression and negativity in his mind and he rewired his brain. He took dominion over his mind and the mind's the battlefield, right? Yeah, come on. Take 
dominion over it. Come on. Break down and let the light of God fill the areas that are unhealthy, that are sin conscious, that are unholy, you know, that are unrighteous. Let him fill those and then carve out new ones with him. Begin to meditate wow. on the word. Meditate on the visions, the dreams, the encounters, the trances he's given you. And I know I brought some of those words in there, but yeah. man, you, you gotta you gotta build the infrastructure of heaven and the kingdom in your mind. And then it'll give you ascendancy over the natural order, meaning sickness, disease, and different things like that, you know? Yeah. And so that's what I'm about. I know you are too. <laughs> Come on. Right? That's right. That's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And um and I, uh, switching gears a little bit and um and to whatever degree you're comfortable with, with with chatting about this, we are talking about the physical and the integration between the soul, the spirit and and the body. We've also been talking about different hungers or different drives. We've talked about sleep and how that the the need to sleep is a part of our programming within our DNA as well as the need to eat, right? We have to eat or you or you die. The other thing is is that wired into our chemistry, wired into our DNA is the is the need to procreate, right? And so um, that within our humanity, um, that's you know, so that's where we have a a drive for sex, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that every human, you know, we're wired to eat everything we see, right? And then as <laughs> within our wiring as as men, oftentimes you know it works the same way right and so that's where there has to be kind of a reigning in and and but right. i think that within the church we haven't known how to have these conversations with our sons hmm. and they've gone in extremely uh there's been extreme um extremes when it comes to discipleship and discipling our son such as there could be extreme of hey this is just n normal whatever and in, in almost a loosing, like just like an empowerment or a, an enabling of our sons to engage with anything of the mind because it's just natural, normal, and just you know. Or there's the extreme religious kind of side of it of it's 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 evil. <laughs> Everything's evil till you're married, and then everything becomes right. righteous, beautiful, and holy. Right. Mm -hmm. The reason why I'm bringing this up is that you know, is there a place where we can train our sons how to have mastery over their over their bodies when it comes to reining in the the sex drive and you know and so is that an area where you're comfortable speaking into yeah um yeah, cool. yeah. I'll, I'll, cool. I'll share what i have on this a little bit a little bit of what i have yeah. on this and then as a father yeah i would love for you to share yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit on this because i think you have an authority there i'm a single man yeah but as a single man i actually can really address some of the things for people who are uh cool. single. i think that'd be helpful um you know one of the things i do want to i do want to say is, is something you said okay because it's like it, it, you, you said you know we need to eat or we will die I don't, okay. I, you know, I just sure. want to, I just want to address that, you know, um, I have a, I have a background in, in medical science, okay. you know, I have a background in health and I understand the processes of the body and the processes of regeneration that happen at sleep, that happen to your organs and, um, the things and the calories, the energy that food provides. I believe though in the truth and the word and the reality that we can be fueled fully and fully nourished and satisfied from a realm of encounter, a realm of union in our physical body. I believe awesome. it. Yeah, you know, I know too. you do too. Me too. I know you do. Yeah. And so I just want to say that for people out there is that you need to exercise wisdom. Okay, to get from point A to point B into the standard Jesus Christ set, exercise wisdom. That's good. Incrementally step into these realities be led by the spirit because then that means you're a son you're a child of god you know says, those who are led by the spirit are the children of yahweh right so that's what we need to we need to pay attention to the lead but we also need to challenge ourselves at time so that we cannot be led by the body or the flesh so to speak yeah. but be led by the spirit so we can come into a different place and arena with god 
mm-hmm. you know and this ties in with um the the uh, the topic of sex mm-hmm. the topic of 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 this this stuff because if we begin to start engaging with god in this reality within our body then we will find that our bodily processes and our biology is much more satisfied off of our union with God wow. than we thought possible. Yeah. The reason why we've suffered so much is because we've relegated the spirit of God to the spirit and to the soul, but not to his abode in our body. And that's where we're going to get the picture in these days ahead. Yeah. And, we, and so many of people are pioneering this. I'm not the only one. We're just, there's so many incredible voices and generals out there. I'm just, I'm here because of a lot of them. Right. And so what I'm saying there is in that as well is it connects so much for me, just having a, a realm of dominion over that to where there's just a standard of purity in my vessel because my body is also being satisfied. Wow. You know, wow. I, am, am I called to be married? Yes. And am I excited for that? Yes. Am I excited for sex? Absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a pleasure yeah. to be enjoyed. Yeah. But I am going to come into that having mastery over my biology. I'm not going to come into marriage from a place of, you know, the, neediness exactly. and, and drives. And exactly. Now, you're, you're right on. Procreation, it's, it's, it's written in our, you know, may you, you know, be fruitful, multiply. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so all of that's great. And I think that if we can instruct our children on their biology because that's not that that's it is spiritual our biologies and we've been knit together in the mother's womb we are the create creation of god we are the mm-hmm. image of god it is very spiritual you know but we need to get past ourselves and just say hey son hey daughter like this is your body this is your anatomy this is your physiology and these are the drives yeah god you know what he can satisfy these desires until the appointed time wow you know wow and we can begin wow. to raise up children in the way they should go Yes. But the thing is, we can't raise up children in the way that they should go if we don't educate them on who they are. That's right. If we educate them on who they are, then we'll be able to properly raise them up and give them the tools they need to engage with God in a fashion or be engaged with by God in a fashion because their awareness is open to where they can be satisfied and that they can wait and reside in a realm of holiness. You know what I mean? Like I've suffered from stuff, man, in my, in my teenage years and my, some of my adult years until like, I just got this key of the body. Wow. You know, that's why wow. I think the body wow. is such an incredible key. We yeah. need to understand it because if the Holy spirit resides in our temple, then we have the strength we need in our body to satiate and satisfy our needs until the appointed time. And you know, it says, you know, he who commits immorality or whatever, you're committing an act against your own body. That's right. That's right. You know, That's right. so how much, how, how we've been beating down our body in unholiness. We have to build ourselves up in our most holy faith, take dominion, be real with ourselves. Like, Hey man, I, I just, oh, gosh, I can't wait. I can't <laughs> right, wait. I'm right, so excited. Right. And the thing is that we have to, you know, like David, he was so authentic in his walk. And I believe that's why he walked in such tremendous strength. He did fail, but he recaptured, he recaptured things through authenticity and he ruled and reigned as well. Yeah. You know, and I think it goes back to like, even what, what Carolyn Leaf was saying, what we were saying is be authentic, be real before right. God. Yeah, I think if right. you can be real, then you can have dominion. Yeah, that, man. You know, when, when I go places and I go to speak, sometimes I'm like, God, I can't, I don't even know why I'm here. Like I, you know, there's, there's so many more people who are more qualified than I, but and God's like, Hey, listen, if you can be yourself, I can be myself through you. Wow. So if we can be that ourselves, amazing. you know, he could be himself through us and manifest fullness. Right. And I mean, there's more and more we can delve into this topic, but I want to hear from you as a father. Yeah. yeah. be good. Well, what, what inspired it was just the talk about sleep and hunger. Right. Mm-hmm. Because looking at, um, at sex as a natural um, desire that the Lord has put within us. 
And um, that's where I felt like you had a key, not just for young single men, but that mm-hmm. you would even have a key right. for, for married men. Because I think that there can even be a place where even um, where married men um, use their wives almost like a sexual management tool and, and, and they've right. lost even all intimacy because they have no mastery mm-hmm. over their own over their own drives, mm-hmm. you know. And so, absolutely, the Lord has given us our wives for our sexual protection. Not that that's the only mm-hmm. the only thing by no means, right? right. And yet, that's such a, an incredible uh, in that place of intimacy and and in mutual satisfaction with each other and in the Lord, like you're talking about. Mm. But if you can come into marriage already knowing what it's like to be satisfied by the Lord, yeah. so that you're not pulling the very life and and sense of beauty out of your wife, right? You know so good. that within the context of marriage, your wife should become more beautiful, not less beautiful, because you're pulling her beauty out of so her. So good, but you're actually adding beauty unto your wife. Mm-hmm. So that's where I felt like you that what you brought to that conversation was amazing to go into marriage knowing that you're bringing something mm-hmm. because of this incredible union that you have with the Lord. And I think if we could teach our sons or our spiritual sons. Yes. Um, about this i think i think it it i think it's and not only that but like no matter who you are if you're a guy this is Absolutely. such a great conversation to be having the other thing i love about what you said is that without honesty we can't have dominion mm-hmm. you know and um and i i think that there's also um there's different i think there's a test to success where oftentimes people feel like the higher they go up on a particular ladder or the more um, the more success or fame they have, the less honest they can be. It's true. And I yeah. think that, um, that, um, that as, that as men of integrity, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we have to so value transparency and friendships, right? Right. Like authentic friendship where we can totally be us without feeling the judgment. And then, being able to say that friendship and community is going to be a value so that as the favor of the Lord comes on you, you don't alienate the people, you know, people around you because mm-hmm. you're, you know, because you've grown out of that relationship. Or yeah. Something. We can't afford to do that. So yeah. I think that, that, um, that community, like true community, like true friendship is going to be a, is, is it has to be a, it has to be a value in order for us to handle the kind of favor that the Lord wants to bring us into. That's so good. You That's know. so true. We can't, you know, I, I think, um, you know, genuine, true humility is what's going to win. That's what God really magnifies and looks at. And I hope in my heart that I can be a representation of that. I know that's the hope and desire of our hearts. You know, can we truly be and manifest the nature of God, the person of Christ in our life? Yeah. And that's what he'll breathe on, man. He won't breathe on, um, he won't breathe on, um, um, on a, on just, uh, you, what am I trying to say? He won't breathe on things that aren't real. The thing is, he, man, God's so good that we know <laughs> through some of the mistakes that generals and people have had in life that he does. You know, I was, so I'm taking back my words because God is good and he will walk according to his word. Yeah. He will manifest his word if we speak it despite the vessel. And that just shows his grace and his love for us. Yeah, but man, we were never meant to stay there, you yeah. know. And you know, um, um, we were we were talking about this. I was actually talking about this topic with with a with a, a, a kind of a mentor, a, a friend, and accountability. You know, Kirby. You know, yeah. And he's like, Arun, I want you know, you know, 
we have been called to walk in perfection. Yes, yes. You know, yes. and I go, oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> go, oh, yeah, I can yeah. agree more, man. Because yeah. that's it. We have been imbued with the very spirit of God. If we've been viewed, imbued with the very spirit of God, that spirit can transform our mind and our physiology according to Jesus Christ himself, bringing forth the all of God and the all of who we truly are and what we're called to manifest on earth. It says, be made flawless. Perfect. <laughs> Come on, I love Preserved, it. spirit, yeah, soul, and body under yeah, the coming of Lord right. Jesus Christ. So I will never compromise the word to meet somebody else's comfort right. level. For any man who's listening, any woman who's struggling, just get up and get real in your walk. You're not a victim. You have all the power you need within the word. You have all the power you need within your spirit life. And that's that spirit to spirit connection that you and God can begin to transform your mind and transfigure your body. You have to believe this. Yeah. The thing is you have to get up. You have to lay aside all the encumbrances, all the sin that so easily entangles you and you have to get up and run the race. We have to do this for one another because we're one body. I'm doing this for you and you're doing what you're doing for me. Right. Yeah. We have to think like that. So the other thing I, that yeah. I, th I think is really important when it comes to all of these things that we're talking about, whether it's uh, sleep, sex, or nutrition, mm -hmm. that um, that as we're cultivating this this place and of the union with the Lord, um, that we can we we can enter into this grace, or we can resist it really by our level of partnering and the decisions that we're making that are really. Mm -hmm. Forging the future, that's, right? As a, oh, that's that's a Tony Robbins quote. I love that. The, the that decisions guy, that, that you're awesome. making oh, are forging so your destiny. You know, that guy's that, really that's such a great. Yep. That's such a great line. Mm -hmm. But um, but okay. So the decisions. So for example, like if if you're setting pornography before you, right? You're taking a natural um, drive that the Lord has given you, yep. and now you're traumatizing the drive. Absolutely. So that distorting. So that. Fully. So that satisfaction is harder to be met, exactly, because you've traumatized that 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 pathway in the brain, exactly. And what's interesting is that we also traumatize our drives when it comes to we can do it with sleep by oversleeping, totally, in order to 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 as a drug, mm -hmm. you know, slumber, and um, and then also gluttony is 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 a sin, and gluttony again is the traumatizing of a natural drive sure in order to meet a need within the soul Absolutely. so i was just thinking about it's, it's interesting when you talk about the sin of gluttony nobody really takes that seriously right what? I, the sin of gluttony right like nobody takes that seriously. oh my gosh it's all over the word yeah it's it's, it's all it's over all the word over the, or, oh my or, gosh but even slumber you know yep. and oh, that's so um, true it's so when true. you when you think about these things that are categorized as sins that we're like no hey at least it's not sexual sin <laughs> or at least it's not cigarettes oh my gosh you know like in in the church you know what i'm saying yes and um what's interesting uh, is that when, yeah. we, when we talk about these <laughs> these particular sins concerning the body it's really really interesting because mm -hmm. is what it's doing is it's it's um it's it's uh traumatizing the different areas of our brain yep. so that now our soul's actually working against mm -hmm. the natural normal healthy drives it so that was just something that kind of came to me while while we were talking and the importance of yes renewing the not the mind absolutely but then being responsible mm -hmm. at uh, to 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 begin um guarding yeah. Guarding these areas, guarding our sleep, guarding our gates. At, yeah. So, so good. Yeah. You know, I, just so there, just so you know, it's like, man, I've in life, man, I've been a victim and, uh, of, 
I've been overslept. I've been overeaten. You know what I mean? I've, I've overeaten. I've been oversexed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, come on, man. Like uh, to, to be real, man, I, I you know, yeah, sure. I, I've, I've eaten yeah. myself, yeah. you know, like, oh my gosh, I have, I've been a glutton in my life. <laughs> sure. Oh my gosh. I have slept yeah. so much in my life. You yeah. know what? I've done all that. Yeah. I've done so much and you know, like uh, just once you're now, married and all you that have kids, stuff, the oversleep thing stuff. is like, right. that's like a gift from God. Yeah. Yeah. It's no longer. I know. I know. Like, I know my, my, like my brother, my brother, Neil, my brother, Neil, um, he's a doctor. He's a chiropractor. Yeah. I come from like a, a really health oriented centered, uh, family. Totally. My, my dad's a medical doctor. My brother's a chiropractor. I was studying pre-med. I was going to go into chiropractic and medicine because I wanted to fuse industries or fuse, uh, uh integrate health more. Um, my sister's in the healthcare field, you know, everything like that. My mom, she so, so, um, so I, um, I, I completely value that. And, and, and what I was saying about my brother is my brother has a, um, he has two children, two new children, right? The one is two, one is like a two months old, awesome. three months old. And That's he awesome. is Superman. Like, you know, look, <laughs> I look at a Superman. I think of my yeah. brother, yeah. you know, and Jesus, even, even Jesus. And when he physically appeared to me a few times, he even took on one of the appearances he took on was my elder brother. And the oh, scripture wow. says, you know, he is yeah. our elder brother. Yeah. And my brother is modeled Christ to me in such profound ways because of the way he's laid down his life for his wife, laid wow. down his life for his children. And also has an incredible practice and teaches movement therapy as a doctor. Wow. And, um, but I've seen him man. I've seen him go without sleep. I've seen him go without food and with such vitality to energy it's just amazing to see wow. and um but i know i know i know what it's like you know just getting a break i know just through <laughs> talking to him he's like yeah. arun he goes i goes there's he goes arun there is no day off yeah you, you know yeah. this yeah he's like true. there is no day off he goes and i love it he goes yeah. i love it but there is no day off yeah so i know i know man i hear you but I, I was saying before i was like man i've 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 overdone it in all these areas we're talking about but i want to let you know anyone who's listening anyone there is complete victory in the person mm. of christ there's complete victory within our capacity even as a being that god created for those people in the world you know what i mean there's a capacity wow. that god imbued your body with to overcome because he created it yes you know what i mean and greater it's greater to be fused with your creator than not so better do that too you know what i mean because then you'll have the enablement the divine enablement come on you know what i mean so you know, god people are exercising out there the universal principles in such profound fashion and now it's time the body of Christ, you know, take these universal principles that Yahweh instated and now lay hold of the Christ, the exclusivity of Jesus Christ and kingdom principles therein so we can manifest the fullness of God on the planet, right? Yeah. And show anyone and everyone just who this person is that we're connected to. That we're one with, right? We yeah. know this. We all do. We all desire it, but are we going for it? And I think that's been something that's happened. It's like an epidemic, like I'm saying about other things. It's, we've said grace, 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 but I'm like, do we even understand grace? And are we actualizing the grace of God in our life, materializing it like he wants us to and desires to? Faith without action is... You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Um, so we have this amazing, and I'm, I'm just scratching the surface, everyone, you know, but I'm saying like, I've been through tons. I've been through difficulty. I've manifested the things of unholiness, of gluttony, all this stuff like that. But here I am, you know, and I'm doing the best I can. We all have to do this. We all have to do the best we can. And we have more than enough ability because it's Christ who strengthens us. You know what I mean? Just do it. Just do it. I'm not one of those guys who will just like, you know, oh, okay, okay. You know, like I'll manifest love like to my best ability. But I'm just going to also say, man, get up. Arise in your union with God Man. and take initiative in this union. Just redefine 
your mind, redefine your lives according to the word, according to the people around your life. Get mentors, get counsel, get fathers, get get friends, surround yourself with the right people, the right environments, get off the couch, stop, stop, you know what I mean? Have fun, be at a place of rest. I watch movies with the best of them. Come on. I eat with the best of them. I sleep with the best of them, you know what I yeah, mean? But right. there are times where I'll sleep 90 minutes in a few days, or I'll take a day off of sleep and I won't even think about it. There are days or weeks or a month where I'll take off food and I'll be completely fine. You know what I mean? Because I truly believe that God lives in this body. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What a great, yeah. The whole fun thing, man, the whole fun thing, the whole playful thing. I mean, that is so, that's a value of mine, you know, especially being in ministry, you Mm -hmm. know, like there are, there are times in ministry when it, when it just sucks yeah, and you got to go through stuff and absolutely, and you can't be like, this isn't fun. I quit, you know? Right. But overall, because it is such a value, it's that kind of thing where we always want to have like a fun, playful atmosphere here at Sierra Mm -hmm. Bible Center or behind the scenes, you know, yeah. we, I try to create that atmosphere in our meetings. I, I can try to, see it in your office. I try to create yeah. that. Yeah. That, awesome. that atmosphere in our home. Yeah. You know, as far as I can feel it, that we have fun with our right. children. I have fun with my wife, you know, I have fun with my friends. And I just think that, um, uh, that's a value that we, it's, it, it's a value that's really required in order to be healthy. I think so true, you know, because w- you can get so just kind of strict and, and all this kind of stuff that you might be nailing it in your physical body. You might have, you might be rocking six pack abs or whatever, but mm. you might be fighting depression or whatever, right. you know? And it's just like that fun is a gift from the Lord. And you know, if you, even if you, like, I love just all this, the new take kind of on who Jesus really was, yeah. you know, versus kind of the, the old school take of who he was yeah. and even just the artwork and all this stuff that's being created um, now regarding Jesus. And it's just, it's really neat. I mean, it, it, there really is, you know, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty and you can really see how, that, how, how, like how people are getting more and more free, um, in every way possible, you know, and in a healthy way, it's not like this, not it, like the 1960s kind of liberation kind of freedom but there's right but it's but there's no discipline in it you know and there's no kind of and there's no jesus in it it's really like a christ-centered freedom and healthiness and when you you said like there's so many generals that are that are walking in this or teaching this and maybe that's true but it doesn't seem like it you know and, sure. and um and it and that's where it's an honor to know you and to be able to call you a friend and and i, I mean i know a handful maybe two handfuls of 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 pioneers you know that are that are having these kind of conversations okay yeah. um and 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 i when i say i know that means i know of that right. doesn't even mean that i actually we had that conversation yeah. even going live some of these guys were like i would just love to be in the room to hear them speak you yes. know what i'm saying right but dude god is doing a new thing absolutely 100 percent. and it's just so cool to yes. be a part of it and also oh, so to know too. guys like you that yeah are, likewise that are really pioneering Likewise, yes. You know, I think it's so important. Some of my most in, incredible life-changing encounters have been in a movie theater, or coming back from watching an inspirational movie of sci-fi or whatever. You yeah, know, yeah. I had my most one of my most pivotal encounters with the Lord, where I was caught up in the spirit and encountered a God face to face, and actually came out of that place with technology that I actually fact check with scientists and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying <laughs> what I'm saying that the reason I'm saying that is not for any like whoa. It's for our engagement with Yahweh needs to bear fruit on earth. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, so what I'm yes. saying is that 
And my playfulness mm-hmm. has been one of my prime models of discovery within my union with God, you know? And so, I mean, like I said, I watched, I went and watched the movie Logan. Like I said, I got caught up in the spirit after because it caused so much stirring within me wow. and God moves on your emotion and he causes motion in our lives and catches wow. us up into inspirational thought, mm-hmm. revelation, knowingness, and then maybe visions, maybe dreams, maybe encounters, all of that stuff, right? And that's another thing. We have to we have to we have to get a grip and realize that we can see. We can see. We can see visions, we can see dreams, we can encounter God in profound ways. That's our faculty. It's part of a faculty of our being. It's not a relegated to a gift. It's not relegated to an office. It's relegated to our nature. And so one of the things that I am looking to do is redefine all this stuff and make it non-optional anymore. Wow. This is not a compartment that we can we can partake of if we want to, if we're comfortable, it is our nature. So do we want to be whole or not? That's the Mm -hmm. question. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be whole, get ready to experience God in profound ways. Get ready for the fear of the Lord to grip you. Get ready to be caught up in the spirit because it's just who we are. But because we've been taught differently on it or because we felt differently on it or maybe we decided to make a friend of fear that masqueraded as what we thought was wisdom. You know, maybe maybe we then have closed off our faculties and our capacity to know God and therefore thought this realm of mystical encounter of what Daniel manifested, what Joseph manifested, what Paul manifested when he says, I know a man who was caught up into the fullness of God or the third heaven, you know, and he received unutterable experiences and ecstasies. And he, you know, and I'm like, that's, that's, uh, that's part of our everyday life. That's part of my lifestyle, you know, and the reason why it's part of my lifestyle is because I've decided to be who God created me to be. I didn't decide to be a mystic. I didn't decide to be a prophet. I didn't decide. It wasn't any of that stuff. I'm just a man who's walking with God, who loves God with all of their hearts. And I believe that God can show me miraculous things. And it's not even miraculous. I excuse my language. It's normal. Yes. You know what I mean? That's the thing. It is normal and everyone's meant to participate in that. And that to me is playfulness. That to me is just it's like, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. When we were kids, we had a lot of times really incredible imaginatory encounters with really incredible daydreams. As you know, your kids raising them, they see things and you're like, what did you just see? All right. You right. know, like they're seeing the angelic realm. They're yeah. seeing all these types of things they are participating with it. But then as we age, we get trained out of it. We get trained into reason, logic, different things like that, which is yeah. also really beautiful. And we need to get back, but we get trained out of our faculties. You know what I mean? But God wants to ignite those. God wants to give us a new heart. He has. Do we, this, the thing is, is, do we want to exercise it or not? You know? And um, one of the times I had an encounter with, with Jesus and he laid his hand on my heart and he goes, Arun, your heart is dull. Let me help you. Wow. And he wow. totally opened up my eyes in that encounter. And he told me, he taught me to honor again, the inner visionary realm, the imagination. Mm. And because I've learned to honor that, it's opened up where I can physically see you know, sometimes, yeah. you know what I mean? It ebbs and it flows. I'm in process just like all of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's good, man. And I, I'm saying that to say, hey, that's part of our nature. I love that topic and I want us all to love it because it's who we are, you know? Yeah. So we began this conversation by talking about desire and you, you had mentioned something about desire. And I just think that a lot of times that people 
figure out ways to kill off their desire because of the fear of disappointment or yeah. they've had such traumatic disappointment Absolutely. that they can't even entertain desire that right. um it's so it's like That's hope good. like oftentimes the most hurtful thing you can do is to begin to hope again right know? oh yes and, i know and um, I know. yeah I, you mm. know i'm i'm praying that the fruit of this particular podcast is that it would stir up desire and hope oh, in, yes. in, the, in the listeners the people that, that that would say like i can't i can't do any of this i'm too old or i can't do any of this i'm too not spiritual enough <laughs> yes. I'm too practical i'm too cynical i'm too you know i'm too i'm too i'm too or i will always be this way i will always have this disease i will always you know and um uh yeah and and, mm-hmm. and it's real and, it's real man it's true and one of the things yep. that we're talking about is just the ability to actualize it the ability to be able to see it and right and i'm hoping that when people look in the mirror tomorrow morning that they will actually see their desire again and not just what's looking back at them in the in the mirror yes. and that they will actually be like yes. wait 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 nothing is impossible mm-hmm. right like nothing is impossible and I agree. that when you look in the mirror tomorrow morning not just to see what's looking back at you but to see what the lord sees mm-hmm. and to and to take grace and actualize it like the big thing right now with ar augmented reality mm-hmm. you can superimpose any other reality over the reality and see it real time on your phone right right or on your screen yeah and we can do this with grace (laughs) we can take grace which is ultimate reality and superimpose it over our functional reality or present state and see ourselves back in the screen you know even james says the bible is like a screen it's like a mirror it's like a reflective right where we get to really see who we really are you know and um and that's where I think that hopefully people will get some new grace lenses today where they'll be able to mm. see like this the augmented reality, the true reality of who they really are. Then that will begin to manifest and begin to change their present state right. into a more glorified state where it's, where it's literal physical change because of desire and hope that they've been able to engage with again through Christ. Yes. I'm in full agreement. You know, I, I totally know that desire fulfilled can be a tree of life for each and every listener come on you know i totally know that hope deferred that made the heart sick can be obliterated and that the victory of christ can be manifested in each and every person listening in each and every one of our lives it happened for me and i know i may face difficulty again but you know what i'm gonna have victory why because it's in the word and because i've experienced it you know hope deferred did make my heart sick Mm. But you know what? Desire fulfilled has become a tree of life. Come and that's on. the truth. You know, I said earlier, you know, um, all things have the potential to work together for our good if we love God and we're called according to his purposes. The truth is that God loves you. He loved you first. Grab hold of that love and love and rest in this. This is the core desire of your heart. You have to know this. The core desire of your heart is to know God and you are called according to his purposes because you are here. You chose it. You're here and you're going to fulfill it. You have to lock on though, lock on to the reality that's locked hold of you and overcome all things with him. Pray in the spirit. Everyone in here right now, everyone on this listening, if you're struggling, 
after you get done listening to this, just pray in the spirit and partner with everything that was said. Let it stir itself up in you. You know what I mean? Paul, Paul was laid hands on Timothy and Timothy was going through something. And sometimes we just brush over that. Mm. Paul is admonishing Timothy. He goes, stop being timid, man. Stop it, man. Be bold. He goes, you know, remember when I laid hands on you, remember the prophecies concerning you. Remember the gift of God that came on upon you with the laying on of hands. He goes, get out of your rut. Wow. Stir yourself wow. up. Pray in the spirit. Yeah. Be who you truly are. Yeah. So every listener here, man, I've been through it. And a lot of you maybe have had it worse than I, maybe not. Maybe you just are numb, but you know what? You won't be after you listen to this you won't be that's right you know you'll find life your heart will be enlivened your desires will be enlivened because this is who you are we're talking about realities that's right uh, and these realities aren't just things these this is who you are this is who we are so i just decree and Mm. declare over each individual listening that you'll never be the same I decree and declare a realm to come in and around your life that will elevate you on wings like eagles, that you will mount up and have an aerial view, that you will fly. I thank you, God, for every individual who's listening. I'm so grateful to be doing this podcast, and I thank you for the honor. And God, I just cast my care upon you regarding some of the hearts who are just hurting on the other end of this. I cast these cares upon you. Cast your cares upon God with me and just welcome God. I just welcome your angels to come and intervene, your spirit to come and intervene, to set the record straight, to clear the heavens in and around their lives. I thank you for just fresh, fresh vision, fresh dreams. I decree and declare fresh vision, fresh dreams, encounters without an eye, God encounters for your life. Wow. Yeah, it's going to happen. You just need to lay hold of whom laid hold of you. All right. It's finished. Lock on with that and do what happened when the spirit of God came upon you and gave you the gift to speak life, to speak in the language of God and begin to stir it up, spraying it, praying it, praying it. If you're listening and you don't know that, just get yourself connected to a group, a company of people, a body, and just fellowship with them. Get prayer. Go to town on this calling. Be who you truly are. You have more than enough strength within you. No matter what you have faced, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs> this is good. Appreciate it. <laughs> this is so it. good. Yeah, God's awesome, man. Let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it again. All right, man. Podcasts are definitely trending right now. There are so many brand new podcasts that are hitting the market. And I think that iTunes is kind of overwhelmed. And one of the ways that iTunes aggregates what's hip and relevant from the rest of the noise that's hitting the web is through ratings and reviews. A bunch of you have already taken the time to leave a rating and a review of this podcast. And I just wanted to say thanks. You guys are incredible and you're so supportive and I love you. And if you haven't had a chance to take that minute or two to leave a review. If you do that, that'd be incredible. And I've created a shortcut to get you there. It's the darrenshow.com. That's the darrenshow.com. You can give it one star and that means that you think it's kind of lame or you can give it five stars. And that means that you think this thing be dope, be tight, be off the chain. So if you would take the minute or two to leave a review, that would be mighty fine of you. Again, it's the darrenshow.com. Thanks guys.